You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. Did we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. What are the topics, Mike? What are the topics? This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Screen. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Lokensoul. This week, I went with a smaller group, but two of the best talkers on the show. They can speak extemporaneously with the best of them. Brian Babylon is back from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and from Babylon Audio Dynamite. And Mike Burns is back from Power Moves with Mike Burns and from at DadBoner on Twitter and from Monday Night Beers. I love this dynamic. These guys were great. Right as the show started, somebody sent me a TMZ story that a comedian I know named Rob O'Reilly allegedly said the N-word on stage on a Carnival Cruise gig. So that's how we open the show. Without further ado... Here are Brian and Mike. And if you don't already, when I have you there, when you are mentally prepared, please click follow. Smash those stars. Give me a five-star review. They don't have a video of him saying the N-word, but they, um, she starts, the, the girl starts filming him afterwards. And it's apparently, all you see in the video is people being like, like, that's, you can't say that or something like that. Him being like, uh, if you are easily offended... Get the fuck out. And the crowd goes crazy. It almost makes me think he didn't say the N-word. Because I don't know what crowd is like, yeah, for that. Like, on a cruise ship? Like, is it like a Heil Hitler cruise ship? Like, this is fucking insane to me. It depends on the clientele. Yeah, yeah. it depends on the clientele. I just can't imagine a scenario where, like, people are like, we want you to say say that shit. I mean, it's a bunch of... Drunk idiots on a carnival cruise line. <laughs> Who knows what they're going to cheer for? Are they college kids? There's no way, right? Like it's no. September. No, it could be old motherfuckers from Arkansas, dog. <laughs> you don't need to go on a cruise ship to hear that shit, though. Mm-mm. It's like uh, it. It would never be like one of those Virgin cruises, the one that uh, Bushimi just went on one. Virgin Cruises. I don't think uh, Bushami's cheering for that though. No, but no, Virgin Cruises are more classy, and you know I, that would never happen on a Virgin Cruise. Okay, Carnival? so Carnival's like the spirit. Spirit. So Carnival's the spirit airline of yeah, the Carnival sea. Is disgusting. Carnival Cruises. We're chill with well, the N word. I mean, they they're the type of cruise line that hires Rob O'Reilly. We hire yeah. Rob O'Reilly. And we're also but most, cool but most, with the N-word. most cruise ship comics are garbage. Like, uh, <laughs> there's this cat named um, Mark Simmons from Chicago. I don't know. I'm All not... he does is just trolls on Facebook and does cruise ships. 
And so I'm like, there's like edge lord cruise ship comedy. <laughs> You're a cruise ship comic, dog. <laughs> shut the fuck. Go swap the deck and shut the fuck up. Talking to They're, they made Rob O'Reilly walk the plank. You guys, that's uh, crazy. <laughs> It doesn't sound that bad, though. Like, you're hanging out on a cruise ship and, like, eat all this free lobster and shit. You tell you dumb Oh, after a while, after a while, it, I, w- I will lose my mind. Oh, Because they, sure. play, they play that, is it feeling hot, hot, hot? They play that song uh-huh. every yeah. 20 minutes. Is it feeling hot, You're living in Weekend at Bernie's, too. No, That's man. Like if you go to, yeah. the trick is you go to the bow. I've seen Titanic. You go to the bowels of the ship. There's a bunch of drunken Irish guys in the boiler room, like, and they're having, like, a fiddle, and it's the best time you've ever seen. Yeah. They're having a hold down. That's where the well, no, stowaway what... blacks are and the Irish. They get along, you know, and that's that's where the party's that. at. I always will clown Drew Michael for his little <laughs> N-word phase he went through, and he gets <laughs> activated. He gets activated. I'm like, I posted it when... That got when sent that to me. I, that got sent to me. Well, for my post? Yeah, people are like, oh, you're going to want to see this. Oh yeah, like and then he he responded back. I like, dude, don't sit up here and act like I don't remember saving your fucking life. Cause he did that. It was this regular black man with his lady at Red Bar, and this is back when it was in Ontario. Oh, the original club, the original club, and he was he was going through this phase where he thought he could do what Louis C.K. could do. Yeah, like you know, and he was like, yeah, if I. Just, and it was he was saying I, I, if I want to say the the n word if I want to say nigger why can't I say it like you two people like hey niggers hey like he pointed to this couple and this dude was about to fuck him up that's <laughs> yeah. you're not even Michael well, Richards bro dog well I had to stop this man so like, he's like he was by the bedroom like waiting for Drew to get off stage like hey man listen dude just chill dude is like young he's like no man fuck that I just came out here to have a good time he gonna do that I was like dude. Drew's like, that never happened. I'm like, man, fuck you. I think all white comics have this moment of don't all, be don't the one to crack d- no the code. no not all white comics. What are you doing? No, no, no. You 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 David Cross, all like Louis C.K. Oh, the way every, to say it. Yeah. The most taboo thing. Comic, yeah. That is the that is the like pinnacle of 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 taboo. Like yeah. I'm gonna be the one wow. to crack the code yeah. and, and say it in a, and get to say it without anyone being mad at. Pick it. another never... Holy Grail, every Edge Lord comic. Pick a different Holy Grail. That fucking it, fight is over. It's never. Yeah, he was, it's he never hundred percent. It's, it's always bad. It's never worth it. <laughs> it's never worth it. Never worth it. No one's like, yeah, you know what? I, he sold me on it. I'm going to start saying it. It's like, can you recreate the argument outside of this Thunderdome room? Like, even if it like, ever uh, works. He didn't have a punch. It wasn't even no punchline. It was no, it was just him, Drew Michael talking. And then now that I can look back, I said, I should have let that dude beat the living shit out of Drew. <laughs> I, I, I often say, if I had a time machine, that's all my top five things I would do. <laughs> like some lotto numbers, let Drew Michael get his ass beat, 
<laughs> and some other things. That's that's a hilarious like Back to the Future. Like instead of getting like an almanac and like going back and yeah, you just are mm-hmm. like I saved that I'm white guy's get, life. <laughs> I want to get his ass beat. People you stood up for. And you and you saw how he he responded to my post. You know how he gets those long. He responded like I don't know. I know you guys this might not like me. And he's like Drew. It's not that I don't like you. You did some whack shit. Own up to it. You got powerful black people on your corner now. You know, Michael Che, Gerard Carmichael. Go kiss their ass, dog. You okay? Mm-hmm. But just own up to what the fuck you did. Don't be a pussy all your life. Sam Kinison. I started, I'd never gotten into him. I was too young. I was like, he was never on my radar. Burns, were you into him? I watched his thing. Anyone offended by Dave Chappelle or any of the shit that's happening now, it was about 50 times worse when he fucking did it. Yeah, you can't you can't compare. See, I'm older than you, so I remember being a kid and we had actually had uh that was pay TV days. Like, you know, before cable, you had like either like Showtime, yeah, or you had HBO. Yeah. I was like he was around then, so I remember his special. I think he was like driving a Corvette or something, and he got to the mm-hmm. stage. And it was did he do pay per view special? Can... No, 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 no. Pay T pay TV was just like you just had one station extra, like you either had Showtime oh, or HBO. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's back when Paula Poundstone had specials, you know. Your girl. So yeah. So I remember him. And it was funny, but you can't compare 80s comedy today. Like, look at Eddie Murphy's. That first five minutes of Raw. Do you know what the track yeah. is called? The track is called, it's a gay F word. And then, yeah. no, I'm sorry. I, uh, that's delirious. Yeah, oh, delirious. Yeah, he's like, man, I'll fuck back it up, man. I'm like, whoa. Like, I went back today, like, maybe a year ago during COVID. I watched Eddie Murphy's special. I'm like, yikes. Yeah, that's like, a I yikes. I thought going to come. I thought someone was gonna come cancel me. <laughs> oh, watch for, it. for la- if you laugh at the first track of Delirious and Raw, <laughs> oh, cancel. <laughs> it's it's a uh, some of those are brutal. You, yeah, you can't compare '80s comedy. That's when it was his rawest. And yeah, and even no... like that first album, like '86, we he the United States had just bombed Libya. And Gaddafi said, like, that the bombing killed his daughter. He's like, <laughs> we're killing daughters! Oh, oh! And the crowd's like, yeah! Like, I don't know what the fuck the, the country felt like after, like, Vietnam. If they felt like pussies. Because he's like, we feel like a real man again! Like, Reagan's walking around with his heart on, like, dance for me, bitch! Like, to Nancy yeah. and shit. And it's just like, god damn. <laughs> None of that. Is, he has no jokes. It's just yelling stuff. Yeah. It's a one-trick it pony. It was, it's a one-trick pony. It's just pony. yelling stuff. It's a great and, trick, though. Yeah, but when I was like an eighth grader or something, I was like, guys screaming naughty stuff yeah. you're not supposed to say. Yeah. I love this. Same with <laughs> but did it in, in a coat. When I'm like, when I was that age, when that came out, it was... The best thing that ever happened because it was Naughty. some asshole screaming stuff you're not supposed to say in a leather jacket. And you're but he, yeah, like, it was a character. It was know. like it was like, damn, what if Fonzie did meth? 
Well, it's he, he was he, doing the well, so, um, he's doing so the, the, the 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 Urkel like Stefan Urkel uh, thing where it's like he was doing the Nutty Professor. Uh, who's the original Nutty Professor? Like the little ladies, uh, um, Jerry Lewis. He was doing Jerry the Jerry Lewis. Lewis thing, but then like he'd come out in glasses and shit, and then take that off. And like I read about it because. That's another that's those are two guys that never made sense to me because I really feel like we're in like a Kinnison Dice Clay era of what what's popular in comedy now. We're like in a real limp biscuit ass like phase of comedy. <laughs> comedy's horrible right now. though. Yeah, it's like the shit that I that is popular nine times out of ten. I think it's dog shit. And the shit that I love nine times out of ten is not popular at all. And I like it's so confusing to me. I'll be honest with you. I think last week I realized on Instagram I can't see any more people post jokes from their. Thank you, thank you. It's the worst. It's it's the it's fucking the worst. worst. It's the <laughs> worst thing ever because now it's so irritating. Now, pe- now people are like are editing their sets where it's like you can see like doing cuts. So you're like cutting out that garbage part. Sometimes they only gives you a minute thirty. Well, no, I'm saying even if you have a joke, yeah. right? Let me see that whole joke without you cutting out parts to get to the another part. They're um, doing edits, so you're not you're not showing me your bit. You're showing me what the best part. You got to blame the fun. algorithm, dog. Because like I'll post a photo and it'll get like my wedding photo today, like a hundred likes. If you follow and me I'm and you don't hard. like that, then like I'm then why are we friends? But if I post a fucking innocuous clip of anything. The algorithm pumps it. So it's like, you know, that whole reason that, like, for validation, there's just, like, so much more reason to... I know that it's They love to see faces. Like, pretty faces. They... The algorithm picks that up, and they love it. Mine loves crowd work. Crowd work is what they... Is what my algorithm loves. I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate crowd work, too. (laughs) Crowd work is the... Is the... Is the... Where are you from? Where are you from? Where did I... Who gives a fuck? I've I've never seen anyone crush Stavi. This guy stop. This guy Stavi crushes. I see him do. What do you do, sir? Jokes. Jared Logan started doing. What do you do, sir? Jokes. I'm gonna let Jared do that shit. And this guy Stavros uh, Holigas. Jared, Jared's grandfathered in. Who's the best is crowd Mo- work ever? TJ. TJ is pretty fucking good. Is Moshe doing? Oh, is Moshe it, is great. He's doing work. a whole tour of just crowd work. He started when he started. He said he didn't tell jokes. That's all he did. Like when he started. So I. But don't that's know. what I, I. I think I saw that on Instagram. That he's. Yeah. No. No. The whole, they're, they're, he's in the whole tour about it. Just all crowd work. That's what uh, Todd Barry did. One of those. Did Rory did that. I think too, Todd. Ba- maybe Rory did it. He, Rory's an amazing uh, crowd work, like improvise guy. Some people that are like amazing improvisers don't do. I've never seen Nick Vaderot do crowd work. But he could, but I think Nick's more of a is more of a laboratory comic genius. Yeah, you were there like for you know, the the Queen bit that when he. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, he. I was gonna tell you something, real talk, and I'm sort of harder on giving people accolades. From the jump, he was one of the only white motherfuckers from the North Side that I was like, this dude. He got, you know, back in the day when yeah, the yeah. north side didn't cross the south side and you got to get yeah. to go and meet, make friends, which that's how I made friends with y'all. Right. Nick Vatterock would come with crazy shit every time. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Like he's like ODB, like the ODB of that shit. Like this <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but you could tell it was crazy he and controlled. He ODB of that shit. Yeah. Because when he when he brought them, he's for the chill. Hulk hands one time. Those Hulk hands. I'm like, okay. I've seen enough. I've seen enough with this dude. He's the he's like. A genius I've probably told this story yeah. too many times on here, but the first time I met him was in the Lions Den, Lions Den bathroom. I walked in and I bumped into him as he was duct taping like twenty balloons to his body. And so, like that, that was shit. just my first impression of this dude. He went up on stage. He got the whole crowd to sing like this Weird Al version of Frere Jaca that was like foot NFL football players names like Larry Zonka, Larry Zonka. And then exactly. he told and then he told one liners and popped balloons for every one. It was like the most insane shit that I've ever seen. Oh, that's what I'm saying. ODB things. Like, let me do some crack and drink a 40 and then come up with a bit. <laughs> that's and that's when he that had the dude's... long the long thin hair too, yeah, which yeah. he really cranked it up. That Yoda wow. bit where he broke a guitar string every time he sang some Yoda weird fucking lyric. You see that? I've seen him do Bobby McGee, but like Willie McGee. Crank, crank, bang. Crank, 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 bang. Yoda He's... me so no one to be. Like some weird gibberish I've, I've shit. I've never and seen fucking insane lines. Seeing him repeat stuff. the same joke twice was like not a thing right. that he did. So Yeah, if you were, you, it might have been before you started. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's so just it's, like, just, it's just gone. Right, it's just gone. He That's did tape all those though. He has said he had four hours of Lion's Den sets and I was like, put that sh- shit out as a special. Pick yeah. the best 45 minutes. Chop it all up real quick. Tight, tight, tight. No, Babylon doesn't like cuts. No, 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 no. I, I no, no. I'm saying if you, if you're up cutting one joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. You're hiding. You're that. hiding it. You're, you know what? It, I find it's harder to write comedy in this town. Oh sure, yeah. And it's like, and and I thought it was California, but it's like no, it's L.A. Because when I go hang out in the Bay. I come up with shit all the time. That's when what home, Jerry Seinfeld says. It's not a funny city. Like he talks about New it's York not. is New York is a funny city. Like it makes you it's think not. of shit. LA, well, you're in your car, you know, in your car, you stand in one. It's like, I told somebody like, what's, what's the, um, what is LA like? I said, LA is like a AIDS quilt of neighborhoods, you know, just, I always said different. it was uh Schomburg with palm trees. Yeah, it's like different random neighborhoods, some strip malls, and then you're into another part. Then you go up into a, a patch of nice houses, and then more weird shit. Yeah. When I lived when I lived in Brooklyn and New York, I would write a set for that night on the train and on the walk to the club, to the bar, whatever it was. And then I would go and do like two, three shows a night. On the, on the way to the second one, I would keep the one or two that hit, and then I would write two or three new jokes, just scribble them down, and then go, and then stack those. And that's how you did, as you performed throughout the week, was yes. just stacking jokes like that. And then you'd scrap the whole thing, because you did so many fucking shows in New York, and there was so much material to be had. You would just never, because I, I get bored. There's a lot of dudes like, you know, Pete Holmes type dudes who, just grind jokes and write them and 
make them perfect, I would get fucking bored and just, well, these all hit, throw it all away. And then I just start making up new bullshit. Cause you see so much shit. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It is. It's impossible to right here in LA. I mean, it's possible. You could start taking the bus everywhere and taking the train everywhere. And you could nope. walk. Nope, hiking. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you nope. could talk about your, I mean, because you end up talking about your auditions or like. That's horrible. That's, that's, <laughs> I did that. For, I did that for years. I talked about my audition. I, I have the best audition no. jokes, bar none, Babylon. I'm going to tell you this. And that's why uh, I, I always, always go home to Chicago at least once a month, once every six weeks to work out jokes because you can't talk that coast shit. Like I remember Will Miles, you know, Will Miles, right? Of course. Will was in New York and he came home to the laugh factory, like on a Saturday night. And it was like to the rafters pack, you know, up in the balcony was packed. His mama was in the audience. It was packed. Drew Michael's mama was in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Will Miles was on stage. He went on stage and he started doing jokes about living in New York and taking the subway. And the people. Were like, oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I've seen it like, happen. I've seen it happen. I was like, and I went up next. I was, I'm, so I'm on the on the side about to go up next. I'm looking at him like, what the fuck? Yeah. It. Yeah. He get off stage like, <laughs> uh, fuck you. Don't say anything. I'm like, dude. You do a Will Miles? That? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh. That's good. <laughs> He's like, I was like, Dog, why not just say I took the L? You just say I was on the CTA with that same whole long. You better say you the took subway. the L, or you're gonna be on stage taking an L. Thank you. Taking L, stop. <laughs> you can't you can't talk that coast shit like in the middle of the country because we they don't give a fuck. Also, if you're like I'm, if you're in Chicago and you're like I'm in from New York or LA, people will in the crowd go fuck you. <laughs> yeah, let's see what you got. Yeah, you better come up with these jokes. I don't give a fuck. Oh, do you want a real question that I was going to ask today? Uh, isn't what Brett Favre did worse than uh, what Michael Vick did? Michael Vick? Yeah. You know, I I think so. I mean, in the, in, the, in the state where people are drinking shit water. Yeah. Yes. You're stealing money. Yes. Versus, versus a dude whose friends... We're being mean to dogs. Yeah. What is this? Brett Favre finally had a worse text message than the one he sent to Jen Sturger. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, to the governor. Like, come to on, the man. Governor I... of Mississippi. They diverted allegedly. Again, allegedly, allegedly. They but they <laughs> they diverted millions of dollars in money that Five was milli. that was supposed to go to welfare recipients. To make a volleyball arena for his daughter's volleyball team. Oh my god! And he's like texting with the governor, like, "Hey, the media won't ever find out that I did these crimes, will they?" And the governor is like, "No, they won't find out that you did crimes." And he's like, "Thank God, because I did crimes." My God. And Michael Vick's that, friends a, killed, like, fought dogs. And he's like, he went well, to jail, he got He got sent dude. to Siberia, dude. And the, 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 the whole like this, though. NFL punishment is so out of whack. Like, I'm, you've it's got, not even about the NFL. 
50, fifth, no, it's 50 not. Yeah, he's he's not in the NFL. Brett, Brett Favre Deshaun. is in Wrangler commercials. Yeah, 50, this has nothing to do. This fifty accusations of rape for Deshaun Watson, and he gets seven games. And uh, Calvin Calvin uh, Megatron Ridley, oh. Calvin Ridley from uh, the Atlanta Falcons. He bet twelve hundred dollars on NFL games because he was injured and bored at home. And they suspended him for an entire season. Fifty rape allegations, wow. seven games. Deshaun Watson has fifty back. rape allegations. It's something like that. It's like 34, 23. Who fuck twenty three to a hundred? Jesus Christ! Shit, but yeah. it was too many. I, I don't. Well, my thing is not the NFL. My thing is the media. Yeah. Number one, ESPN. Suck a dick up till you hiccup. Oh, because you 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 ran suck that a shit. dick up till you hiccup. All the media outlets, CNN, they would lead the news on that Michael Vick shit. Yeah, this Brent Favre shit. But you know what that is? You know what it is though? It's fucking dogs though. It's Punkies dogs. Love dogs, man. It's dogs. And people hate welfare, I guess. Or ESPN is fake woke shit. They act. They act like that we diversify all our talent now and we push the WNBA, but they make money. They make blood money on all this bullshit. I have a friend who shan't be named. She just left ESPN. She was like a senior VP there. She was like, it's so wild there. I've had multiple friends who work at Disney ESPN, right? And what they promote, you know, how they try to be fake, diverse, fake, woke, whatever. Right. Uh, how like all of a sudden you turn on? I turn on ESPN. I watch in a while. It's pretty much all women talking. There's there's almost a woman on every show. A lot of them cancel, but the, but they're attractive. Yeah, you ever see? They there's like you, Ramona Shelburne. Show me, <laughs> yeah, show, me real. show me Shelly like Smith, the, the real chick who talks sports at the bar who looks like you. You right. know what I'm saying? There's show me her. Oh, we went. Yeah, because because when it's not that, I know that it's cast. Like, but if it's a chick, they have to be smoking hot. If it's a chick, it's got to be a dime piece. But then dime. you got this fucking puke on TV. <laughs> oh, Kornheiser is great. Yeah, but he doesn't know any more than anybody else does. <laughs> He's been on TV yeah, my whole gets, life. Yeah, he gets grandfathered in. <laughs> I'm just saying. And who's the other guy? Michael Wilbon. Yeah. Wilbon. He's from Chicago, so I can't hate yeah, him. Yeah, Wilbon's the best. I like him too, but I'm just saying, like J.A. Adonde, that guy rules. There's rarely any chicks that look like just like these fucking guys because they're yeah, brain smart. They're all, so what is the what is the implication of what you're saying that they can just teach sports stuff to hot babes anymore? I don't want to touch no, no. Any of this anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. The the thing is, stop being fake. Stop acting like. Uh, this is a good place of diversity, uh, whatever. Yeah. Until you show me a real non Barbie doll woman that knows her. Cause these chicks are just getting information pumped into them by a producer. Right. It's not like these chicks have a fantasy football team. You well, know what I'm saying? It's not like that's what Wolf Blitzer gets done to him. You ever seen him on Jeopardy? He didn't know two plus two. That guy's that guy is dumb. <laughs> well, none of, well, none of them are. None of the NS, NS, like Rachel Maddow. Did that happen? So smart. That bitch ain't smart. Blitzer goes on 
like Celebrity Jeopardy, and people are like, Whoa. I don't know this. I'm very fast. So, yeah, Wolf Blitzer is a goddamn moron who looks like <laughs> who like a you professor. could you could hold up any like whatever like he's he's uh, Ron Burgundy. You could hold he's up Ron any, Burgundy. Yeah, if you, you show him he'll say anything, it. he'll say it. But actually knowing shit, that dude. That dude is clueless. He knows how to read a teleprompter. I, he like he got exposed by going on Celebrity Jeopardy. People probably assumed like this guy is like a brilliant mind. It's like some of the people you assume <laughs> he are says like a cool name. He sounds those, like those Jeopardy questions are hard. He had a cool <laughs> name, so everyone assumed he was real. Smart. I mean, if your name is Wolf, Wolf Blitzer, Blitzer, you sound like you're a smart Nazi, and he's like, the best. it's a, yeah. an awesome name. It is a great. I remember when. Uh, who is obsessed with it? Wayne from Wayne's World. <laughs> but yeah, that guy's dumb. I mean, I I don't know if you can just <laughs> when you know a lot about the sport and you see their experts talking about it too. Sometimes, like in 2016, because of the Cubs, I was like really into baseball. And whenever I would hear like Carl Ravitch talking about baseball, I'd be like, "What are you talking about? Like this is like that's stupid." So sometimes, like, even, like, as a fan, if you are, like, unemployed and invested, you'll know more than these people whose job it is mm-hmm. to talk about shit. <laughs> yeah. All day. Um, I'll just I'll just say this, since we're talking sports people, my number one person that I will push into a volcano, <laughs> if I had a choice, right now, I think I hate Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. He's the worst. Is he the worst? Like, he's... The He's worst, the worst. no Bayless, like Skip Bayless, or uh, well, no, Skip Bayless, you know what? And I, uh, I know his his brother, um, oh, the, the chef, the restaurant guy, yeah, yeah, the chef from Chicago, Rick right? Bayless. He's a big weight, Rick Bayless, he's a big weight, weight fan, so I see him a lot. And I was like, dude, he's big into mole. I didn't even know that, I, I didn't even know that was your fucking brother, man. It's crazy family what is what is that dude's deal? He was like, who's a better first. brother combo, Ari Emanuel and. Uh, oh, Rahm Emanuel Rahm? or Skip Bayless, are... Rick Bayless. No, it's the the Manual Boys because they're crazy. Chris no. Collinsworth, the entire Chris... game of every game he commentates on is him just gagging on dicks. Uh, like everyone, the there's anything wrong guy. with that, Rob O'Reilly? No, no, no. no. I, and I'm saying this in a way that he is complimentary. No, he's the worst. Oh yeah, he, he's smooching butt eating cheeks, pussies, eating pussies, sucking dicks, whatever you want to say. He is just a very giving man to every single goddamn player on every fucking team. It's the worst. I fucking hate him. I can't I, listen I to hate Chris, that dude. Chris Collinsworth shit anymore. And, he, and he's and he. I, and he's I, jealous I appreciate you bringing this up, Brian. He's jealous of the money too. You can hear that in his voice. Yes, he's jealous of jealous how of much these guys. I know, but you you never played. He oh, you never saw me in seventh grade, Brian. I was uh, you would have to. No, play. no, I'm talking about you never played professional. Gotten checks like his check is like probably like someone's regular paycheck today. That was a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of football, uh, Mike, I brought you up to uh, my little cousin Warren. I say, yeah, man, you are you a god to this one. Oh comic my god, no, yes, I love I love that he just his mother loves that. 
I was like, this dude lost his shit when I said I scared the oh, fuck out of like a lot of Chicago comedians that day. It was New Year's Day, 2005. Me and Mike Holmes lost our minds in our living room and everybody like around us were like, what is wrong with him? It's the, it's the single greatest play in Iowa football history. And he had never scored a touchdown. That was his senior year. He had never scored a touchdown yep. the entire time. And he has the greatest, uh, that's right. There's so many Iowa people that will appreciate knowing that. Tell everybody who your cousin is. Warren Holloway. The greatest it's called little, it's called little the catch. Warren Holloway. Yeah. The catch. Yeah. He, I was like, they, I was, you could run for mayor and Iowa dog. That's there's no time on the clock. And Drew Tate doesn't know that. That was the call by Gary Dolphin. I'll never forget it. I lost my fucking mind. That's Brian and Mike. Please click follow. If you enjoy my podcast at all, I'd love it if you took a second to rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform. It's a thing that we are told helps with the algorithm. Whatever the fuck that means. It'll take you eight seconds. I don't know. But just do it if you can. I don't know. Thank you. There's still more show. If you want video of this panel if you want to see the sausage get made and oh boy there was an insane amount of shit talk on this one if you want to see every panel since march of 2020 and you're not some sort of freeloading cheapskate that is on the show's patreon patreon.com forward slash brido p-a-t i said i heard uh another podcast spell patreon so p-a-t-r-e-o-n maybe that'll get more people this week i need money hi thank you to all the patrons you keep the show going you are all good people patreon.com forward slash brido b-r-i-d-o i have a link tree in case you need all of my links i'm brido on link tree that's my patreon that's my album my instagram the show's instagram twitter youtube tiktok that's everything and please subscribe to my YouTube. I'm going to drop a special on there, hopefully in a few months. I want to monetize it. Joe, <laughs> friend of the show, Joe Kilgallen, is taping his hour October 1st in New York at CYSK. If you are in Brooklyn, go see Joe October 1st. He's amazing. He cranks these hours out. He's he's a goddamn underrated, beautiful genius. Joe Kilgallen. Go see him in New York City if you are there. Adam Burke, another friend of the show, is recording an album October 27th in Chicago at the Newport Theater. For everyone who came and saw me in Chicago, I love you. Go see Adam Burke if you're around there. I know he'd appreciate it. If you want even more of me, I'm probably on Power Moves with Mike Burns this week, who you're enjoying on this week's show. You can see me do stand-up comedy every Wednesday at the Fable and Eagle Rock. Mike and Stacey Holmes are making award-winning burgers. They'll probably sell out, so get there early for a burger. And now every Friday, I'm at the Glendale Room for a show called Flagship. There's a lot of books. It's a comfy spot. Come and have fun with me on Fridays. 
Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners, tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel is a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle Podcast anywhere you download your podcast. I'm Mike Bridenstine, and I have listened to None Taken. The ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Okay. So the joke yeah. is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as listened. a guest, and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken. And, right. and They're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying commercial. What a waste of time. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to say I still think anymore. that's funny. All I right. like it when the girl says it. I, I, uh, hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to None Taken. This is what None Taken is like. <laughs> Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys, well, they fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Brian and Mike. Please click follow. Okay, uh, a couple more. Let me see if I want to do these po- political questions, just because uh, it's not it's not as interesting. Uh, oh wait, Bert, I want to. I know Burns' answer on this. Are you following either Aaron Judge or Albert Pujols in their home run chases? Anybody? I felt bad about my reaction to you telling me about it on Power Moves. Yeah. Because I was just being a smartass. And in retrospect, because I did listen back to that show, I was like, oh, I kind of sound like a dick. I I actually do. I am interested. It's the Roger Maris thing. It's all interesting. And I was. Uh, I would like to apologize publicly I don't, I, for being okay. a prick on Power Moves okay. with Mike Burns. All right. <laughs> I'll take an apology for being a prick. Sure, sure, sure. I was like, okay, yeah, I do want to watch this sort of thing. This is the is stuff doing- that I like. I'm being an asshole. <laughs> so what is it? Is Aaron he, Judge is, is a player. Stuff? Uh, Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run. No one had hit mm-hmm. that many since like Barry Bonds in 2001. I'll, 2001 also Luis Gonzalez. No, it's so uh, uh, Sosa did it three times. McGuire did it uh, at least once. He could have done it twice. Asterisks. And then, but I mean, the famous one, Babe Ruth, 1927, Roger Maris, 1961. Oh, yeah, there. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's no <laughs> old motherfucker. <laughs> and then yeah, Albert yeah, Pujols, Albert Pujols, who hasn't been good in a decade, hit his 700th home run at Dodger Stadium. Uh, he hit not not his 700th total, but it was at Dodger Stadium. I just happened to flip on Apple TV. When was that? Friday. That's what that was. Because, you know, I live right behind that Dodger Stadium. 
And so you heard people going I nuts. To, I didn't know what the fuck was going on because usually it's kind of you know this might be traffic after the game, but that energy it was Friday night because I went to a bar and people were like. But he don't even play for the Dodgers, does he? No, he did last year, and for the past ten years, he kind of play, he played in Anaheim for the Angels. Well, you have you have a T-shirt jersey. I do have, you? yeah. I, when he went from the Cardinals to the Angels, I bought his T-shirt jersey, and then he was pretty bad for the Angels the entire <laughs> time he was there. Angels are just they're, they're it's a curse. Baseball. They're baseball cancer. It's they have just... Mike Trout. They Mike have Shohei, o- Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, two arguably the best baseball players of this generation. They will Trout never win is shit. the best player of this generation, for sure. They'll never, they'll never win shit. And no. then like at the last second, they'll get this big fat contract for the tail end for some other loser team and they'll yeah. stink. It's insane. Like they won in 2002 with like that rally monkey with no stars. <laughs> rally monkey. They had that like little monkey that screamed and jumped up and down. <laughs> that was, yeah. You know, they... I take, I take the summer off of uh baseball. Are you a white a Sox fan or a Cubs fan? Yeah, I'm a white Sox fan, but I mean, I don't, I don't do sports in the summertime. I don't really like baseball. Yeah. You know, it's like if they're winning the fall, oh, if they're winning, let's, let's hop on, let's hop on the bandwagon on that. But like, I just like to hang out. Cause I think, I think what it is, people put too, when's too the last much time. When's the last time you like, went to a baseball game? I went to a Dodgers game a couple of months ago. Do you think when you were there, were you like, Oh, I regret this shit. No. We had a good time. The last, the last, we all went to. I remember we all went to a Cubs game. With, uh it was CJ Sullivan. Oh yeah, I've seen pictures. Yeah, Hannibal, Byron Bowers. Uh, we all went, and we ended up walking back to Sunset, and it was like the war. CJ was still drinking, so it was like he was like, Jesus Christ, why are we walking to? We were just walking through the, the for walk. people who, for crazy. people who come from Chicago. We'll be like, I'll be like, I'll pick, one time I picked Burns up on Sunset from a Dodgers game, and in both of our heads, he's going to walk out of the stadium, and I'm going to be there in the car. We were going to SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. And it took you like an hour to walk for, to Sunset from Dodger Stadium because it's like... It's crazy. It's the biggest you parking lot. Hills, yeah, it's, yeah. It's no... It's, it, no, it's, it's one of the... Gr- the greatest freebie days I ever had. And then, you know, my career goes away. But for that moment, we I had a luxury box. That was box a good day. For the Dodger game. Dodgers and then, Tigers, I want to say. No, yes, Brewers. And then, Dodgers Brewers. Because he Dodgers took, Brewers, yeah. I took Jim Hamilton. I remember that. And then, and then you pick me up and we go to Staples Center where I have another luxury box. With all the amenities, Tommy Jonigan gave day. me Tommy Jonigan gave me front row seats, and you had the box, so we were taking turns going from the luxury yeah, box had to the both. front. We were so rich for like a little bit. Boy, that day <laughs> that, that day that you gave us uh, CAA tickets to Dodgers Tigers. Boy, oh boy, when when Pat Sajak sits down there at those games, it, like. <laughs> 
That is a whole other experience. Magic Johnson. (laughs) I tell that Magic Johnson story any chance I can get because there was like a screaming foul ball. And before they put the big nets up and it almost hits this guy and he goes crazy. And then um, another foul ball comes and it almost hits the same guy. And he does the same (laughs) thing where where he flops all over the place. A third comes and this big arm reaches out and bare hand grabs it. And I look over, it's fucking Magic Johnson has caught this ball barehanded. Everybody goes, oh, shit. He points at the guy uh, who's done some flailing, looks at him, makes fun of him for doing that. Goes, I'm playing, and tosses him the ball. It's- I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Incredible. Yeah. I'm, mad. I'm the horniest man in the history of Michigan. I fucking yeah, shoe stores. Playing. How big is Magic Johnson's hand? Is it like, like picture like the biggest like colander? You his hand, his hand is five two. It's it's enormous. It's like a fucking notebook. <laughs> it's a first you know baseman's mitt. Yes, I just I just got a, uh, a acting agent, and in a meeting, I was like, okay, listen, the first thing I want y'all to work on is I need on oh, my bed. I need to be in winning time. I don't care if I'm in the layup line. I don't care if I'm in the background. I don't give a fuck what it is. I need to be some dude Can't in that locker room. Stuff. Something like, hey, good job, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, can see I don't give a fuck what it is. I demand Ma- it. Mopping I up demand the fucking it. shower. Like, hey, no, yeah. I want Babylon cast as like somebody recognizable because they make everybody look like him. It's like, do you Babylon's playing? Not in good enough shape to he be can, any of the basketball players. He'll call Kumail's guy, oh, legalize it. Oh yeah, legalize. Yeah. Do you hear Babylon's playing uh, Michael Jordan on Winning Time? Like, yeah. Wizard, I, I Wizards, Michael that. Jordan? No. Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> Cause uh, hey, you see this? Oh, you can't see it. My, uh, you know, we all play NBA 2K, and you have to scan your face in, uh, so you look like the player in the video game. That shit got me through COVID, the quarantine. Yeah. Because I everybody was everybody was playing online, so we were still talking shit to each other. So it was like you would see your friends at a park and talk shit, but you have not left your house. Who do you who do you, give me your ranking of who you want to play? I'm gonna go with I I oh I'm gonna put you as I'll do Jordan. Sure. Of course. Jordan Horace um, Horace Grant. Uh Horace Grant, I could be one of the dudes that just has a lot of the bitches that <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Hey man, we got bitches everywhere, man. I know you Oh, like I thought you wanted right? to be on the I team. Just... No, you just want to be like the guy who the guy who's like with Richard yeah. Pryor being like Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I don't it doesn't have to stay basketball. It could be like, you know what I'm the guy who gives free base to Richard Pryor. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, cut all that free base out, man. And then I look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I want to end with a uh, song tournament. There's only two of you, but both of you, I feel, are knowledgeable yeah. and can speak extemporaneously about music. The year I chose is 1994, so place yourself in the year 1994. I'm going to give you the top 
eight songs of the year, according to Billboard, and put them in a tournament decided by criteria that you make up on the spot. Decided by the two of you, Mike Burns, Brian Babylon. Can I say one thing before you start? And I thought about this the last time I did the show. Yes. A lot of times, Billboard gives you that dumb dumb, like Billboard, like who let who let the dogs out might be right. on the list at Billboard, and it's like, ah, uh, or Millie Vanilli might be on the Billboard, yeah. and that's like not a dope song. It's just like, you know, or uh, a little bit of Sonia in my Mambo number Mambo five. five, yeah. Millie Vanilli songs are yeah, pretty so good. They're pretty. What you are you? Have... What? Oh, I thought you said get bad. Yeah, Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. I need to defend. <laughs> the idea is, is the thing that you can't defend, but actual songs by Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. Bang. They were before their time, dog. Because Girl, you know it's true. Girl, Girl you know yeah. it's true. Lip syncing is now what people do every day. Yes. Right. Yeah. And right, in comedy clips, the number one <laughs> <laughs> with 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 laugh tracks, laugh track. That's a, that's what comedy is now. Part of the second laugh track fucking things on something called Instagram. That's it. Part that's what of we did. unless these people doing this, and I will apologize to them if in person if I can. Unless you're miking the shit out of the audience. Clips for comedy don't even sound like that. It sounds like a sitcom audience. And that's Gross. not what comedy crowds sound like. No. Yeah. Gross. Also, mostly uh, the fun of this is not the actual song being good. Because if all the songs are good, this wouldn't be as fun. It, why would I give no, Brian Babylon a fun, like a re, an actual good song? We're ranking the shit that was most popular. Number yeah. and then, yeah, yeah. go the, ahead. The number one song of 1994 was "The Sign" by Ace of Base. Wow, you know he was a Hitler Youth. One of them was a Hitler Youth, is what I've been told on here yeah. multiple Jesus times. Ways. But it was it wasn't even it was more like the Boy Scouts when he was in it. It wasn't all that Hitler stuff. Oh, it was. I'm just I'm just showing. <laughs> It, it was, was more chill. Is it, that what you're saying, Brian? It was like more it chill wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't all that. It was, it was like, more a, like a group of boys that got together. It was like Carnival Cruise Ship kind of kind of a Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> Carnival Cruise Ship Boy Scouts. The number eight song. This is so the sign by Ace of Base uh, versus number one. That's number one versus the number eight song of 1994, "All for Love" by Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting. This was from the, the Three Musketeers. Uh, let's make it all for one. Love. How does this work? We're doing the number one against the number eight? It's a tournament, yes. So it's the top eight songs. Of the Is this one. how this worked the whole time? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a tournament. When we did the live show, I didn't... Yes. I thought... They, these were all ones versus eights. Yeah, and then four versus five, three versus six, two versus seven, and then. All right. Yeah, I apologize. All right. For me, I'm gonna have to go with Ace of Base just because I could see my, I can put myself in a cool situation where I'm in a convertible or I'm in a nice view, and that comes on. I'm like, all right, you know, I can't see any reason why I want to hear. Three white dudes just singing about whatever that was about. 
They're thinking about love. You said Rod, Rod nah, Stewart, Brian that. Adams, and Sting. Nope. No. Brian, the Canadian ruined it. <laughs> Two Brits no. and a Canadian. No, sir. Burns. I love all I love all three of those guys. That song is just gross. That's a puke song. And it sounds um, like it. It's a puke. That's a pukey fucking that's yellow, yellow baby diarrhea shit in a fucking diaper yep. type song. Yes, that's it is. gross. And I like all kinds of crap. <laughs> and that is just there's and a line. It's crossed line. No, the sign is a that movie was song. whack as fuck too. The three mother- I don't even all- remember the movie. We can all enjoy that song. The other thing is just puke shit. No. And I love, and again, I love garbage. And I don't, and this is a whole other level of garbage that I have no interest in. Yep. So the number four song of 1994 is The Power of Love by Celine Dion, not Huey Lewis. The Power. Mm. That one goes, Cause I'm your lady. You know what? That those those Celine Dion songs sound like what a what a horny milf listens to drinking a lot of wine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is horny wine mom uh, rock. Mm-hmm. Horny wine mom. Mm-hmm. And listen, nothing wrong with Horny Wine Mom. They love murder podcasts and mm-hmm. Celine Dion. And smashing. I'm a, a mid 40s man. I I love Horny Wine Moms. There you I, go. That's my yeah. bread and butter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Versus Hero by Mariah Carey. Mm. Oh, shit. This is hard. This is almost a battle of. Horny wine moms versus horny wine cooler moms. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the same reason I picked Ace of Base. This is a situation or scenario where this will be playing. The Celine Dion thing is like, why don't you come on over? And you get there. Wine is being drank. This song is playing. Lingerie, you know what's popping. Lingerie and what? Like lingerie. I don't <laughs> yeah. like it. Okay. Mm. Me neither, but <laughs> lingerie is right? a big turnoff for me. I don't like it. it. I like me like, too. Me too. Co- me like too. But... No, like a, a woman no in a, a a woman in a chance. teddy. That's what every guy likes, right, Burn? Cotton yeah, panties, but, but... t-shirt, yeah. cotton t-shirt, no bra. That's yep. plenty for me. But remember, she's a she's of age. So this is what she likes. <laughs> so with that Mariah Carey song, there's no there's no energy for me. <laughs> oh, you're saying so you're going Celine. I'm going Celine. Yeah. I'm going Celine too. <laughs> I love you boys. And, okay, and, and here's why I'll agree with you, Brian. <laughs> is that Hero Hero's like a fucking funeral song. That's it's like for, some shit for a dead soldier. A, a graduation for some inner city kids to believe in themselves. <laughs> yeah. Or like or like um their star point guard on the high school team. Oh, he got some got f- shot in the streets and then they're playing that. Yeah. Like that's like yep. that kind of shit. Power of love. 
that's about that's all about getting that fucking sticky icky and that's yeah that's a that's a joyous thing that we can all yeah (laughs) did you did you did you bring some pot yeah i got some pot good here's some wine you know what's going on okay when you Uh, walk in it'd be nice if there was like some shrimp cocktail like like on ice that would be nice Couple you don't want that like, energy. You don't. Want, you don't want that energy. You don't want any seafood energy in no, this. Place. I don't know. I, I, I see what you're saying. It. Yeah, Babs, I can handle it, bud. I'm. I'm fucking all good. Set. Give me the high end seafood when I walk in okay. with your Celine okay. Dion on. I want the fucking. I want it all. You know And like, and if she made like hush puppies, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> hush puppies with some cocktail sauce no. and some tart. Ooh, I, if she's, if she, she's, she she's went to long times so before. Uh, no, she's still a mom, so she does pizza bites. <laughs> Those are good too. Okay, now we're talking. Eighty-six, the fucking uh, the shrimp, fucking pizza rolls. Pizza That's rolls. What I yeah, want. she's a mom, so pizza rolls. Tostino's mm-hmm. pizza rolls or whatever. They're big called. thick tail, some ranch. Ooh, ooh, big thick tail. <laughs> and we can't, we can't even get canceled on this because this is just technically a romance novel idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, this is a romance novel from uh, August twenty, August two thousand three from Thick Tail Magazine. I made the right? tails extra thick for you boys. Yep. This is just this is just a Harlequin romance novel <laughs> brainstorm. I like we it. We can't get canceled. Oh, yeah. Celine coming with the passion for canceled magazine. Porno wine moms. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cover of canceled magazine. Canceled mag. Number three song of 1994. I'll make love to you by Boys to Men. Versus, nope. versus stay. I Missed You by Lisa Loeb and the Nine Stories. You say, I only hear boys. what I want to. I'm going, boys. Because that is, a, that is a get the panties drop song. Boys. Going fucking boys. The other, that stay shit is like, is like, uh, you know, pen pal shit with babes. Like, you're just. It is fun it's to call her Lisa you, Left Eye Lobe, even though that's not, not sexy. Her. It's not Do you want to hear something crazy? I remember I was fresh off a of blunt, and I wasn't, I don't know where I was. Fresh off, fresh, like, one? fresh off the blunt. <laughs> Jesus. Fresh off a of blunt, and I get out to go do some shopping. And I go into this glass, I go, I go to this glasses store, and it's like a little bit crowded in there. I'm like, what the fuck's going on in this, this little hipster glasses store? Lisa Loeb is in there doing a performance because she had dropped a line of glasses. <laughs> That's a famous glasses wearer. Yeah, she so she had her own line of glasses. Was, I was like, dog, this was like seven years ago. Way past. Wow. <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> this was like at least seven years That's ago. 2015. No, That's when I got married. This was, you yeah. say. This wasn't 1990 nothing. This was 2000. 2015. Something. Dang. This is I like 20 years like after this 21. I like your songs. And the thing is, I was since I was fresh off the blunt and the store was so small, 
I think she kind of looked up like she was singing, you say someone smells like weed in here. Like, <laughs> I, I clearly lit the place up. You know, because I thought I had them in my pocket. Oh my God. Wait, she riffed that line? No, 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 no. Oh, I was if she did, that, I was like, it, oh my God. That's, no, he walked into gold. a small store and it reeked like fucking dope because he was as she was performing those, because she, you could tell she kind of took a beat, like, damn, that's loud. But then she kept performing because people were like yeah, looking around, cool like, what? I'll go with Boys to Men on All the right. same energy of right. the Harlequin thing. The number, okay, so number two, number two song in 1994. I swear by All for One. Oh. You know, this, do we know this song? Yes. Yeah, I, think, I swear. I Versus the number seven song, Breathe Again by Tony Braxton. Breathe Again. Hands down, I'm done talking. I love Tony Braxton. Yeah. Tony Braxton and Anita Baker are my two favorite R&B babes of all time that I would cut off okay. a picket for. You ever, heard okay. of you ever heard of Aretha? No. Anita Baker. Anita Baker and Tony Braxton. And here's the thing. They're very similar artists, and mm-hmm. uh, Anita Baker turns down all of those Boomerang soundtrack songs, and then they give them to uh, they give them to Tony. Otherwise, all those uh, "Love Should Have Brought You Home Last Night" that type shit mm. would those would have all been Anita Baker songs. And if you think about it, just fucking that would been horrible. No, that no, would have no. been. I, I think good. I think to, to, I think Tony Tony was more is more Anita Baker doesn't give you sex energy. Anita Baker reminds you of the black lady who goes to your church. <laughs> Tony Tony Braxton gives like okay, this sort of slow jam, get groovy. Anita yeah, Baker Tony Braxton just, is a sex machine. She's yes. a sex. Anita Baker is more like oh yeah, that's my auntie Anita. She sings. Yeah, in church. But, I, but what if I'm into like auntie Anita type babes who no, like well, when's that, a, no that's. One, called, one's fetish. Anita Baker. The other one's Make I need to have sex right now. Pet my head and be like, "You're fucking yeah. cute." Yeah, I like that. But that, who was an all for one? Who is is Nick Lachey? Is that Nick oh. Lachey? No, that's no, ninety degrees. A, all for one is just a pile of garbage, random fuckers you've never heard of. Is that true? Never uh, yet. Did, did one of them sneak is. sneak through to the game? No, no, they're all trash. Jamie Jones, delicious. Delius Kennedy, Alfred Navarez, Tony Borowiak. All trash. <laughs> All trash. No one made it. Nobody made it. Nobody made it out the ghetto. They're all they're all they're all, they're all leaving in East Jersey. <laughs> I swear. They couldn't get out. I mean none of them could make it out with that with that, that number two gone. song. That money is so gone. gone. They invested it in Microsoft. What are you talking about? So Tony Braxton moves on to the second round. Okay. The second round. The Sign by Ace of Base. Nazi youth, but also club banger. Versus. You come over. You get a shrimp cocktail. Because she's your lady. You are her man. Whenever you reach for her. I forget what happens next, but the power of love by Celine Dion. This 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 um MILF scenario is trumping a lot of things. Like that. So. 
There's no, like, whatever club I'm at, and they're playing Ace of Base, I don't want to be there. It's a corny song, isn't it? Like, it's the, corny the song? as hell. Yeah. That's what they play on Carnival Cruises. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they play while Rob O'Reilly is calling people the N-word. Allegedly. Ace of Base, they had All That She Wants Is Another Baby. I saw the sign. They did a great version of Cruel Summer. I will give them that. My answer is, is nah. Celine. It's hands down Celine. This isn't even a discussion. That song is incredible. Yeah. That's an anthem. <laughs> that is an operatic anthem of huge proportions. The sign is some little nickel and dime bubblegum bullshit that fucking nickel and dime is right. Leave. Okay. Babylon, you saying Celine Dion too? Hell. Oh yeah. yeah! Thank you, Babs. Thank you for standing. Celine with me. Dion yes. is in the finals. Who is she facing? "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys to Men. "Breathe Again" by Tony Braxton. Head to head, Tony versus Boys to Men. Tony Braxton. You said her name like, oh. like she's in Game of Thrones. Tony, Tony not, not, even, not, not even a thought. Tony. All right. TB. The finals for 1994. The... <laughs> Does anybody want to make an argument it's, for it's Tony Braxton before we just give it to Celine Dion? Which No. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Continue. Continue. Okay, this is not even the song that she is most known for. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Both of them. This is both of them. This is not their. <laughs> what is Tony banger. Braxton's biggest song? She got a lot of them. Love she brought you home last night. Um, Let me see that first single. You're making I, me high. I can't remember the the later stuff is probably. Oh, unbreak my is. heart is her biggest. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's it, it might be you're making Say me high because it was more pop. Those were ballads. Yeah. When she does making you you making me high, it's a dance track, and it I think that might be mm-hmm. the best, the biggest one. Power of Love is yeah. like the number four song of Celine Dion's on Spotify. My heart will go on mm-hmm. because you love me. It's all coming back to me. Power of Love. Yeah. No. Yeah. Power I mean, just, love just, is, just for. Just for and know, I know it's about the music, but just for the whole package, I'm going with Tony Braxton because I just never like the way Celine Dion looked. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, let's not bring looks into this. Okay? No, 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 but I'm saying, but, but I mean, no, no. I mean, I'm talking. About, it is about that. It's about the whole presentation. This is this is entertainment. He's saying this that. Uh, he's saying Celine Dion's like, a real uggo. Like, Brian. I, 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 but, I, I, but you, but I, you know I, what? I like, I like her energy. Celine Dion is a is a bad bitch. I like her energy. She's she's she she's quick. I've seen a lot of interviews where she don't let people. <laughs> she's she a bad people bitch, but no she bullshit. looks like Ann Coulter. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, but she don't care. She's like, hey, I'm do me, and I like that energy about her. But yeah, if I had to pick, hands down, she looks like a lamp post. <laughs> I'm not. That's that's you going in harder. Uh, I just said my other things as actual and factual. I'm trying to be keeping nice and positive, <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> that's real time. Uh, I'm gonna I, get in trouble for going I wanna, after Celine. I have a lot of things to say, but you know, I still have you know maybe a career. 
<laughs> yeah, but everything I said, I talk like I'm not a record executive. You know, this is how record executives talk. I mean, they say the Ramones wouldn't have made it today because the Ramones were too uggo, even though they had uh, punk pop anthems for a generation. Looks like Shredder yeah. from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Not wrong. Fuck you. Tony Braxton is my answer. Hands down. Tony Braxton. They're both going Tony. Okay. The winner. Me and Brian Babylon have not disagreed. about this fucking shit. Yeah. Tony Braxton knocks that Celine Dion out of the goddamn park. Even though Damn. I love that fucking song, I love that song. I love it, but I can't yeah, because uh, yeah, like yeah, I can't do that because you can do the same, the same Chardonnay lingerie shrimp platter thing with the Tony Braxton thing. Dude, it works just the same. Tony with the with the uh, belly chain, the jeans, the white wife beater with the short wow, hair on you, that album cover. You're going back. Hold that's on. That's perfection. You are dead serious. That's the hottest you're chick. Dead. That's the hottest chick that ever walked the fucking planet. I've never even heard a black person say that. Mm, <laughs> that's my favorite. I love Tony Braxton. <laughs> That's and, funny. I, and also I love Tamron Hall so much yes. because she looked yes. she looked like Tony Braxton. So when I lived in Chicago, I would get up every morning and I would watch Tamron Hall Banger. for like a, for like an hour. I would drink my coffee and then I would get in the shower and then beat it to Tamron so Hall. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know okay. what? I used to see her out. Are out they related? About. No, incredible. No, incredible. They I used to see like... her out. In Chicago, and I used to always just walk up to her like I knew her and get a hug. And like, she's like, hey, what's up? Hey, nothing. You been good? Yeah. Like, but you have to you have to do it with confidence. Oh, you can't yeah. be like, hey, how you doing? Like, of that age. No. I like Tamara. Hey, girl, what's up? How you been? And she's like, yeah, what's up? Like trying to see if she knew me. Like, you don't know me. You just. She had that same haircut as as Tony Braxton and oh, a lot of the same yeah. features. And it's, it's just it's, like... it's that how it's that Holly Berry shortcut. Yes. Yeah, Halle Berry also. It was like those three chicks were my that's, fucking. That's nineties. That's nineties. My favorites. Those three were all my favorites. <laughs> oh my bad. What do you want? What do you want to plug? Um, uh, none. Just check out Babylon Audio Dynamite on YouTube. Banging these beats. That's all, man. Cool, cool. Doing cool. these shows. Thank you for being here, Burns. What do you want people to? Where do you want people to find you? Subscribe to Monday Night Beers. Uh, with uh, Jesse Pop, Vince April, and Gnarly Zach. And uh, you can follow us on Monday Night Beers Pod on Instagram. So it's it's a new it's a new vibe, new show. And the reason that you showed up drunk. <laughs> I showed up drunk. I showed up drunk, but I'm almost pretty fucking sober at this point. Even though it doesn't it's seem like it's functional. <laughs> Functional. Thank you for both. Uh, functional. Thank you, Brian. Thank you both for being here. This is the least amount of people I've ever had do the panel, and it actually worked out better because you guys got to uh, got to you you got to you know, spread your wings a little bit. You know what I'm I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Brian. I I like I like this vibe. This yeah. is a nice balance for your show. Like you got uh, you got me and Brian to just really spread the wings and open it up I didn't realize how similar you guys are in my head you guys don't know each other but it doesn't even we're, matter we're kind of the same dude you are the same yeah, dude yeah we, we've been the same dude the whole time 
That's Brian and Mike. I'll tag them both on Twitter and Instagram. Go give them a follow on social media. I assure you they want you to follow them on social media. They say word of mouth is the best form of advertising. If you like this show at all, tell people. You can retweet me when I tweet. Your friends will tell people when after you tell them and it'll spread like some sort of goddamn disease. Thank you for listening. R.I.P. 